0: (laughs) ever ever two heels in a face.
1: thanks for listening to this episode of Two's in the face wrestling podcast on today's episode i hope you have noticed you the listener we begin a little bit of hopefully regular more regular show cadence it's really hard to keep up with all the shows that are going on uh but you know we've done warrior sweet 16 that took place We've done freelance underground. Um, you probably heard a recap on that last week. Talked about AW's Jim Line Memorial Tournament, and then also, we can't forget about our boys in green zello Pro, Matt Calling, and D Ray. Before I introduce you guys and say hello, Chris, I want to go to you in your Brian Keith replica poncho. Um, (laughs) how how, are you doing,
2: Chris? Doing well, man. I mean, you know, I got to rock the poncho. It's it's pretty cold here now, and um. Clearly, my office is not having enough insulation, so trying to keep warm and having a couple uh, shots of tequila here with my sparkling water. So we should be good to go, man. I'm excited. Uh, Solo Pro, boys in green. I like that.
1: Yeah, uh, Matt, how how, how, you, how you been, man? We're good, man. We're good. We're we're
0: we're doing all the things we can to stay busy and stay relevant, and uh, it's it's coming along very very well so far. Uh, on on a personal note, similar to Chris, we're expecting baby number three here in uh, about three weeks now. So, congrats! Was, uh, uh, thank you. That's very very soon on the agenda following uh, this next show that we have coming up. So so that'll put us on a little bit of a hiatus. But uh, other than that, man, we're we're rocking and rolling.
3: Awesome! And then D Ray, how you been, man? I've been good, man. Uh, sitting here watching you guys watching wrestling, enjoying wrestling uh, after our last show, and just prepping for this next one coming up next week or well yeah in a couple of days when this airs
1: yeah exactly <laughs> uh matt um did you do tell me your thoughts of what you stumbled upon us and Craig talking about your reign, your, your, your E, whatever, EWT oh, or man. whatever it was, your title just, reigns. This could get way longer of a conversation than we possibly <laughs>
0: needed to. So, so to avoid going down a complete rabbit hole, it's funny. D-Ray listened to it before I did. He's like, Hey, you got to listen to like the last segment of this show. And I, I listened to the whole thing, but when we got to it, it, yeah. it, it surprised me how much Craig actually remembered and, and accurately, I know he questioned his, his recall, uh, but, but, very, very on point in terms of uh, what was recalled, and I know we tweeted a little bit about it and we got some picture proof as to what had happened, but
1: yeah, uh, yeah, there,
0: there are certainly some strong ties in the Chicago independent wrestling scene uh, that go all the way to, to my backyard, and uh, that's kind of the, the true origin story of, of a you, lot you of people and a channel. lot of things. Yeah. So we uh, we had some fun in high school. We, we did our thing. We, we put some some really fun shows together. And, and he's not lying. We we drew up to 300 people at probably our, our best show, which, which was a, a collaboration with some other people in the Chicagoland area. Um, and that really started the the role of being a promoter in, in my life at the very least. But, yeah, did some fun backyard wrestling back in the day.
1: That's awesome. And was your ring name Matt Bacallin as well? It, it Truly, know? it
0: was. It was. <laughs>
1: there,
0: was, there, was no, there was no gimmick or, or anything. I just wanted to get my name over. And looking back on it now, especially when I can uh, YouTube my name and still have some of those things come up, it, it yeah. doesn't work in my complete benefit now being in the real world and, and working in corporate America. But, uh, <laughs> hey, can't erase history at this point.
3: <laughs> was it just party time Matt Bacallin, or just Matt Now It was just I mean.
0: Matt McCallin. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, it's it's party time was the slogan.
3: Oh, okay, there we nice. go. <laughs> Craig was a
1: historian, and yeah, I can I and can he, literally yeah. just I can literally just picture you. He, he is a historian. I can just picture you running the show back there. <laughs> Just like it's, with man, the belt. It, was, it,
0: it was pretty. I mean, like at the time when we started, I was 16, 16, 17 years old, just doing a thing on the trampoline. And we I, again, not to dive too deep in this, because it's a there's a lot of lore in this in this backyard <laughs> wrestling world that we could possibly get into. But uh, there, there's some fun ties there. And truly, it ended up becoming a, a pretty solid group of guys between myself, James from Freelance Underground, D-Ray, Mason Conrad, Joey Marks, Craig, yeah. uh, John Crowley, who you guys might know now, is working for us. So a lot of these guys really kind of got their start up in Gurney, Illinois, way back in the day. That led to a lot of things that are going on now, which is kind of wild to think about.
1: Yeah. And you book those guys now. So, yeah, those relationships you built, you know, good people, mean good people, staying in touch. It leads to more stuff down the road. Absolutely. Cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. So we'll we'll uh, we'll throw back a couple Modelo someday and, and tell some good stories
1: about the yard. Oh man! When he was explaining that, I was like, "Oh my god, I can picture it." It was just it was so it was just so fitting, and it was like now he's even running events. Now it's perfect. Yeah, Um great. Cool. So you guys have been busy, Nebraska, huh? What what was going down there? Some corn. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Couple matches. Uh so, so, no, so a good corn, corn-fed
0: wrestling fans, man. It was that was a really fun trip. Uh, D-Ray and I had had quite a bit of adventure. We we drove. Up, he drew. He flew down to to Kansas City to meet me here, and then we drove up to Kearney, Nebraska, together. And the interesting thing is that you know this is our that was my first time in Nebraska as as a whole. I'd never been to to Omaha or Lincoln or anything like that. Uh, And there was some some tie ins uh, with the Windy City Thunderbolts is kind of how we came about working with this arena Mm -hmm. there. And okay. so we we put this show together alongside the arena because they wanted to bring wrestling to Kearney, Nebraska. And they wanted some really key players that we had uh in place along the lines of Billy Gunn and the Gun Club and right. Jonathan Gresham and Chelsea Green and Swaggle and Colt Cabana. So we we put together a, a pretty all-star lineup of talent yeah. uh for this first ever show in, in Carney, Nebraska. And it was it was pretty awesome. I mean it it was in a four thousand seat arena. We obviously didn't need that much space, but for for what it was? It's an ice hockey arena, and that's traditionally what they have there. Um, and it, you know, the fans that were there had a ton of fun. We went head to head with a uh, corn huskers game, which is always fun to try to do in, in Nebraska in September. Mm. There were, yeah, to point. There's, there was corn huskers and then the local uh, Kearney, Nebraska college team were also playing that night. So, so that hit us, in, in you know, in terms of the draw, a little bit. But yeah, uh, we had a, we had a good 300 people there, uh, to say the least, and and put on a pretty pretty fun show. So the the big takeaways from that is that uh, GPA and Jonathan Gresham faced off for the first time ever. And they had a really banger of a match. OK. Uh, and then Chelsea Green and Jordan and Laney had a triple threat main event for the Zello women's title, which Jordan retained. Uh, but some fun, fun things coming out of that, which is kind of leading us to where we're going with with the matchups I that see. we have for, for November. Um, right. But other than that, the, the gun club showed out. Colt Cabana and Dan the Dad had a really entertaining match that that was also another first time ever. Uh, so we'll we'll
2: really yeah first time it, ever
0: first time ever it, it was and it, and it was it was funny because before the show Colt said man like I, I feel like I'm about to go out there and wrestle a younger version of myself and and truly like wow they, they, that's they, a compliment it, it yeah. was a huge compliment and 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 they really both stepped up to it and had a lot of fun with it. Um, hopefully we'll get a chance to get the footage out there at some point. The only downside, and we kind of haven't talked about this publicly yet, is we we used the production team from their local hockey team uh, to do the the video for us. And okay. they didn't capture any audio of the show whatsoever. So... We didn't learn that till after the fact, which has been kind of a bummer. So it's delayed us being able to put anything out on fight or on IWTV. So there's a good chance we're probably just going to release everything on YouTube. Uh, it's just not going to have any audio behind it. And, and there's really not much we can do about it, unfortunately, which is kind of a bummer because there were some really fun matchups that, that were seen there. Um, okay. It was, a, it, was a, it was a great show all around. And, and I know we had some fun <laughs> running, running the booth there and, and, and being in Nebraska for the first time.
1: Nice, yeah. Those are uh, you guys have 100 percent been able to put together intriguing matchups. I think there's a couple matchups that will raise eyebrows that you just said, and even on this card,
3: For ironically,
1: sure. ironically, when you wrestle in a town named Carney, <laughs> there is some car- Carney shit that happens, which is, <laughs> which is the no offense to the people, but like the sound now work. That's just yep. that's just independent wrestling. It seems at its finest right there, like. We have. have we, sh- we
0: should expect those things to come alive. As much as we try to mitigate as as much as possible, it's always, especially working somewhere new. It's it's bound to have its flaws.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm sure you guys will rebound. Um. So yeah, cu- that and I'm sure the show was great too. We'll definitely promote it once you guys get it on YouTube. Um. And then you've had a. You did have a show in Milwaukee that was postponed to level yes. up, which yeah. by the way, like cool videos and stuff with the whole take. To, um playing off the video games i'm a gamer at heart i love all that shit um so and then so yeah briefly touch on like when that is being postponed or, or switched or
0: yeah so those those uh matches are, are going to be in flux a little bit because now our creative has had to change because of the dates and, and things being a little okay. bit out of order so that show was originally scheduled for earlier in october it's now being rescheduled for january 16th still at turner hall ballroom in milwaukee uh, so once uh, any given Sunday, it wraps up, we'll start announcing the the matches for that and, and kind of go through uh, what the storylines are, are going to progress from there. But January 16th will be that that rescheduled date. So anyone who had bought tickets for it previously, those are still valid. Uh, and then I think once we start announcing some of the talent for for that card, people will be uh, interested in jumping in rather
1: quickly. Yeah. That, and that, that's smart of you, too, not just to run the same card back. But, yep. hey, shit's going to change at this next show. So we want it exactly. to make sense. Um, Sweet. Well, let's uh, let's talk about your upcoming show, Chris. Do you want to take it from here? On uh...
2: yes, any given Sunday. We've been mentioning it. Uh, it is on November seventh. Uh, bell is bell time at three p.m. Three p.m. Yep. Yeah. Doors open at two? two. Yep. Okay, and then it's it's in Lyle, New Town. Yeah. Far from uh, Joe's on Wheat Street. Far from you know, Turner Hall, Ballroom, and any other places that you've run out of. But it's somewhat uh, familiar to me. What brings you to Lyle?
0: So Lyle's a, an interesting location, as I, I don't personally know any other promotion that have run there. We obviously are running there for the first time at, at this upcoming event. Um, it, it's close to what used to be home for me. My my wife used to work at the Morton Arboretum right there, so familiar oh. kind of with that with that area generally mm-hmm. speaking. Um, and this is a venue that has run. Uh, some some boxing events and some micro wrestling in the past but have' never done uh full-on wrestling promotion and we had gotten connected with them uh and kind of a, an interesting roundabout way but they, they were interested in in hosting events and we were obviously interested in coming back to chicago after we've had a, a bit of a hiatus from the from the pandemic shows that we did back in august and september of 2020 right uh, and we we will eventually come back to Joe's on weed where it, it's just probably not going to happen until 2022 so in the meantime we outside of the you know the baseball shows in Crestwood, we, we thought it was time to, to get back in Chicago a little bit, and the fans have been calling for it, especially with some of the new talent we've been working with. You know, Jordan, as champ, has not wrestled in Chicago yet for us. So we wanted to at least kind of get back to that, that home base, so to say. Uh, and, and yeah. Lyle kind of worked out for us and and it's also something that we've been wanting to do for a while in terms of getting back out into the suburbs and and trying something outside of the city. And it also kind of helps differentiate our, our range a little bit and, and shows what our scope might be. So that that's short, you know, kind of long in the short of it is how we came about landing on base camp pub and eatery in Lyle. It's kind of tucked away in, in this, uh, Little subdivision area that that D and I went and checked out a, a little while ago, but it's it's a nice space. They they have a, a bar kind of right in the center of the room. It, it
2: has a look and feel, based on the pictures that I've seen. It has it has that Joseph wheat Street feel a little yeah. bit.
0: Yeah, it has. A, it's, right. it's intimate. It's 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 mm-hmm. not super big, but you could you know you could fit three hundred plus people in there, and and they have your bar, they have your patio and outside area. So kind of depending how the weather is, you know and you know, this weekend
1: uh could provide for a really nice environment for us. All right. And uh I think D Ray already tweeted this out because him and I talk talk about the Bears online a lot. We bitch about the Bears online a lot. There's a lot to bitch about. But the Bears play well, that whether well, they play that Monday, right? They play
3: Monday night, yep. Okay. Correct. So you're not we're not missing the Bears game. We're not missing the Bears. Any other team that you follow, maybe the Buffalo Bills uh you know you might miss that game but otherwise yeah uh the bears play monday night hopefully they play well monday night Mm, yeah
1: um that's a whole another rabbit hole we could go but um i i do like your quick sunday jaunts you know and this seems like to be one of them um because you know you got to get people home so you guys get in there you have your matches and uh you know give everyone some time and it usually ends up being a good show
0: yeah, we've talked about it, I think, before. In, in that the the formula for Sunday matinees it works out pretty nicely sometimes, especially when we can when we can keep it long enough to give everybody what they're looking for and, and get some really crucial matchups across, but also respect the fans' time as much as possible and get everybody home at a reasonable uh, hour on Sunday. So we we like that too because it, it works for our travel days a lot of times. And mm-hmm. luckily, we're not competing with any with any Bears games this weekend, so it, it should be a, a pretty fun segment
1: yeah i mean even i'm at even at the point and i I hate missing snaps but i mean i'm even at the point where i'm just looking for other stuff to do instead of put myself (laughs) through that torture um (laughs) but uh chris yeah what we're gonna start us off on the matches here
2: yeah i mean there's there's a lot that we can definitely you know talk about but let's start off with you know a great up-and-comer like somebody that that we've been talking about for several episodes consistently now but it's uh Angel Escalera going up against uh Bryce Benjamin. Right? Like yeah. uh, another another match for Angel to to shine, whether, you know, whatever the outcome is, you know, at least what we've seen from him everywhere he's wrestling, he is leaving it all on the line. So I'm I'm excited that he gets this opportunity with the cello crowd.
0: Agreed, and and D, you can speak to this a little bit. And you know, Angel had worked for us for uh, at least two shows. He worked a couple of the baseball shows, uh, and yep. then he worked one of the Joe's on Weed Street shows in in uh, in that freelance academy uh, feature that we had Don't last year. He
3: in Milwaukee as well against. Uh big johnny uh big john right so so he's gotten some yeah. some
0: reps some reps for us for sure uh and and is improving and impressing along the way to your point so to to have this opportunity against a a trainer of his and a mentor of his and and it's something that that bryce was also really looking forward to and and kind of having that opportunity to step in the ring with him and kind of see where they're both at at this point because bryce is at, a, at an interesting point in his career too right where he's he's done just about anything and everything and anything he's been around for quite some time but he still has something to prove and now he's also kind of looking to help elevate that the, the future of, of the business, especially locally in Chicago, especially students of his. Uh, so it should, it should be a fun one to watch as much as it is, you know, you could easily just look past it. I, I think it's going to surprise a lot of people.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I smell dance off. Easily. <laughs> easily yeah. bound to happen. Is, Yeah. Th- that's not a going on a very, very sturdy branch there. Yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I, when I say that, but um,
3: yeah, you know, in uh, Gali, when Bryce worked there, they'd, they'd challenge him to dance, and people were very surprised at his skills at salsa dancing. So El Sasson could have a challenge there. <laughs> insane, insane.
1: Uh, I mean, I've seen what the sexy mofo can do. I, I mean, that, that man can move. Who do you think would win in a dance-off between you guys, the the, the boys in green? Between oh, me and D? Def- yeah.
3: Definitely Matt. Matt's got the skills. <laughs> you know, like, Matt. Matt, Matt. Matt Matt is a huge Backstreet Boys fan, so I'm sure he knows like all their dances and can, <laughs> okay. like outdance me. He bust out way, some yeah. 90s boy band
0: routines.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: my my knees I've, aren't at a good stage right now, so like he's definitely got the upper hand. <laughs> okay,
1: great. Uh, speaking of D-Ray, we were on that episode with Craig uh, briefly. The only on, I think, the YouTube version. We started watching one of the freelance Halloween battle royals and you oh, were in yeah, it yeah. you were in it as iron Sheik. so i just wanted to say that that was really hysterical just that that moment yeah. you had there
3: uh, here's here's a little story with that so a couple days before the show i texted nix and I'm like hey nix like i can't think of any costume i'm sorry man i'm going to have to back out I, I really hate to do this he's just like no no you could borrow my costume like i was iron Sheik for work like you could use that in the iron <laughs> and Sheik. For i'm like all right cool man that's fine so then I went there and like everyone like fucking loved cheeky. So I was just like fucking.
1: Just, <laughs> it was yeah. so funny. You can hear us talking. If you just listen to audio, it's funny because you hear us talking and we're like, "Is that D-Ray?" <laughs> yeah, we all stop like. <laughs> Is that D-Ray?
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, so good. Um, next up on the uh, so you guys to going gotta help me out the names Gringo Loco and I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name and I don't want to sound extremely white.
0: So
2: Yalco,
1: need-
0: Yalco is how is
2: how uh, Yalco, and I'm not gonna say anything, but but I think this is this is a return. I think you know him. Okay, yeah. he's, return he's, for he's, Gringo. I, oh, back to,
0: back to bro. Bro.
1: Routine,
0: Return for Gringo, and mm. uh, we've upgraded from
1: sweatpants. Oh yeah. Oh, what nice is that, What does his name mean? Like, why the why? I mean, I, I'm once again. Like, I'm. Um. What's up course. I'm a little I'm not shocked in a bad way, but why the change? Uh,
0: it, I think that during the downtime and, and time away from wrestling gave some some allowance for retrospect in terms of what works and what doesn't and actually finding something that he can dig his teeth into. And okay. uh, I, I know the name is a homage to a city in Puerto Rico, uh, potentially a hometown. OK, so, uh, that that's the tie in as, as, as far as I'm aware in terms of that. But, you know, this is this is brand new, fresh start uh under the mask and and I, I'm excited to kind of see how it goes because it, it provides a lot of depth and a lot of layers for him that that I don't think were there previously
2: I, <sighs> I gotta it. say okay. I was excited about the card but now that I got that because I feel like I had heard this before yeah and and now it ju- it just clicked this I was about to uh you know talk about that match I'm extremely excited now yeah like that yeah. now like, this match. Perfect it's perfect been something we've been waiting for years
0: <laughs> yes. This is, this is what we were waiting for. And, and, and it it is worth the wait, I think at this point to, to allow that to grow and develop because truly when, when this match, I think, or at least when he had first debuted for us, it was within, you know, maybe his first month or so of actually competing on show oh, yeah one of the mm-hmm. first show so to kind of see the growth and development and maybe it was a little bit too early on back then but now that we've had a couple of years and now that we've had some time to actually you know invest in some some character work yes. uh we could see some really fun things in the next couple of months it's taken
1: taking creative agency yeah truly like it seems that's absolutely great. that's great that's so cool i did i'm i'm even more high for that match now that i know um yeah and, and okay I can kind of see you see his body shape a little bit and yep. it makes it makes sense um, you Pretty
2: have uh, a ma-
1: go ahead Chris where you gonna go
2: yeah yeah um, okay. I was gonna talk about the tech match um I mean I I feel like some of these guys are familiar but not too familiar. Yeah, that's uh, what's morning. going to be interesting
0: about having worked as much as we have in Milwaukee recently. There's there's a lot of crossover now in, in Wisconsin talent that we haven't seen before. Uh, and also now that Swaggle is the general manager of Zello Pro, there's a lot of influence there with Wisconsin talent bleeding uh, uh, over. Oh, that. fuck. I missed that little tidbit. <laughs> yeah, Swaggle no became general intended. manager of Zello Pro uh, earlier in the year at our WrestleFest show in Milwaukee. Okay. Um, now that oh. he, he's, he's kind of out that? of... Were you guys there?
1: I don't know. I must have been drunk. Go ahead. Sorry. Well. No, it's all good.
0: So that was earlier That's this year right? and, and uh, it, it worked out really nicely because he had back surgery and is out of in-ring competition for a while, but he's always kind of been an integral part of our product and and even more so behind the scenes that people don't get a chance to see. So uh, being able to combine that with, you know, with, with his talent as well as his his. You know, prowess as a as a character, and now also kind of having something to do with the way that we run and operate, uh, is is adding some new elements for for our product. So you'll see that in, in some of the talent that will be working for Zello Pro moving forward, because there are some of these guys who are are name staples in in the state of Wisconsin, but maybe not you know in in Chicagoland or or Illinois for that matter. So uh, guys like Nick Colucci and Joey Avalon are are truly swaggles guys. You know, trained together. Okay broke in together, uh, up in Oshkosh. And then, uh, country air has worked with us pretty consistently. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And also local guys to Milwaukee and and they worked for us in Nebraska and in Milwaukee. So, uh, this is truly a, a fide Wisconsin tag match that we get to see in in Lyle for, for the first time.
1: I love it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, swoggles, fingerprints are definitely all over that.
0: You're going to see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even more so as we go forward.
1: Awesome. Is he going to come out like Teddy Long and start announcing tag team matches? <laughs> he,
0: he has uh, a lot of creative freedom here, so uh, I have a feeling that he's going to start doing a little bit more than uh, than what we've seen him do in the past.
3: You awesome. know, maybe he's he's friends with The Undertaker. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who was like really chummy chum with, you know, but, you know. That, that was yeah. kind of like Teddy Long thing to do, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's the punishment, right? You got to go one. You should find find your uh, who is going to be your undertaker in this promotion, and then if people piss you off, you just got to got to go one. Now you got to wrestle this guy.
3: It's like, <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> great.
1: Um, there's always great women representation. I think you guys, I think you guys are a leader in that area. Honestly, I think they're out of all the promotions we talk about, everyone has. It's the buffet line, right? We talk about this yeah. all the time. Everyone's got strengths and weaknesses. I think. I think one of your strengths has always been you uh, I think as a whole, the industry you started putting, started making, making women's matches more relevant. Now it's to the point where you really don't even talk about it. Cause they're always on the card, right. which is great. But I think you guys were a leader in that, a pioneer in that area. So to speak around mm-hmm. here. Um,
2: well, so yeah, y- not to get ahead of ourselves, but the, the women's title is older than the the general non-gender specific Cello pro title. Correct that's exhibit that's yeah that's exhibit
1: A great great yeah, point we, we,
0: we'll yeah. talk about it, those times. yeah we're proud of it i mean we we saw recently the the women's 150 from PWI come out and and we're we're well represented in all the women that have come in and out of the the Zello locker room so uh not not to be able to take credit for any of that whatsoever but at least to have a, a a piece of that history and knowing that, you know, if we could provide a platform uh, we're certainly going to do it and, and continue
1: to do it. Cause it's going to remain
0: a staple of, of the Zella pro brand for as long as we're around. And, and I think fans have come to expect that, which, which we're happy to oblige.
1: Right. So, yeah. So that means Heather Reckless versus Sierra makes a ton of sense. Sierra also being, I think from the Wisconsin area, right? Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So that match makes, that match makes a ton of sense. Heather Reckless again, I, the, I think it was, what was the one we went to in Milwaukee, Chris, where I had to save a bunch of seats? Was that this
2: year? That was this year. Yeah, was um, that WrestleFest? I think it was. I believe that was WrestleFest, yeah. The either, either
0: WrestleFest was in May, and then uh, Ballroom Brawl was at the beginning of August.
1: So those would have been the two. May. I think it was May, yes. Yeah. Uh, we saw Heather We saw Heather Reckless get Reckless there. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys have a really strong division, so this is an awesome match for sure. Um Simon Gotch versus Mason Conrad. These are <laughs> is, is the well, first, ma- <laughs> first time. It is the first time. Matt, I'm just gonna let you go because I you just shot ear-to-ear <laughs> smile when the, when this took You
0: me. know, this is this is one that for for me personally, having having grown up with Mason, we went to high school together. Uh, so a guy I've known that a, a long time that is still looking to catch a big break in wrestling. And, you know, we've we've seen him work pretty consistently. I mean, you guys have become familiar with him through through Mm -hmm. Zello almost exclusively uh, as he doesn't really work anywhere else. But uh, him and Simon Gotch both have been we're both trained by Harley Race at the same time they were down there at his camp in Missouri. Uh, and and obviously it take, took two very different paths. So the story there is really one that has intrigued us for a long time because, like, they've, they've known each other. Uh, Mason is the reason why Gotch came in to work with us in the first place because they had known each other back in the day, and, and they were originally supposed to work each other on our very first Zello show uh, before Mason tore his ACL and then was out for, like, the first year of our existence. So that kind of put that right. on the back corner. So it's this is the match that we've been wanting to do for a long time because they have some they have those similarities. They also have similar wrestling styles in that they're both kind of old school uh you know they they have that brawler and catch wrestling style that i think is is going to entertain a lot of people because it's going to be different than the rest of the matches that they see on the card uh so the fact that we're finally able to see this and make it happen we can do it in chicago is is why i'm smiling because i think people are going to be very impressed with it
1: yeah and and uh gotch worked with uh I'm not going to say his name because he doesn't deserve the promotion, but he worked with another per- another person who we used to be <laughs> friends with. <laughs> uh, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a little, there's a little uh, Easter egg that popped up. There you uh, go. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, he got me off track because I'm still angry. But gotcha has been willing to work with people – that like people that uh, maybe need a little a little bit of a rub or could use that or like have the potential but just need the right partner absolutely to do it. Yep, perfect
0: guy
2: that, for it. that. And also just like him becoming uh like his progression after leaving WWE, and I think we got to see him a lot in Cello, especially during that feud that were the Charlie was just referencing to. But just like it got to a point where it's like it was it was him without even ever thinking about him being a former WWE wrestler. Yeah. Right. Like he allowed us to, to buy into his character and see him for, for his talent and what he was doing in the ring and as a character. And I mean, it it came, you know, for a while when we had these monthly shows, I didn't think as, uh, I didn't think of him as, as a WWE former wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot.
0: And it does. Like he, he, the the vaude villains you know and all that stuff was stopped mm-hmm. being tied to him very quickly and he he really developed into kind of this own demented character and and. Pat really brought a lot of that out of him too in in their feud together because they were able to challenge each other in, in different ways. And that made it really <laughs> that, that made it really special to your point, where where we got to see this this different version of Simon Gotch that we didn't get to see in WWE. And that is further perpetuated throughout a couple different promotions. But truly like during that period of time, mm-hmm. we got to see it in in a really different way, up close and personal. And and it got pretty gruesome in, in some of those matches that they had where you really got to see how demented he could be. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, so it's, it's been a while since he's been back to Zella. So I'll be very curious to see how much of that has continued and transpired and, and what comes into play as he uh, wrestles Mason for the first time.
2: Yeah. And you mentioned the Bud Villains. And we also have now the Drama King on this, you know, on this card. I didn't know. even know. And
1: to, I didn't even notice that until you said that. So I think they've officially shaken. It, it's been shaken. But like, yeah. I didn't I didn't think, yeah. oh, they have the right. Bud Villains. Like, are they going to do the thing? But like, no, I didn't even think about that. By the way, I just mm-hmm. want to point out that I'm pretty sure Pat lost that feud. So, we're just going to put that out there. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, the uh, Storm Grayson is wrestling the Drama King who you could you can make an argument. I said this to, I said this to Chris when we recorded yesterday. Uh, you if you're last listening week, to this Charlie, last week. Sorry, we recorded uh, last week. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Studio Magic, <laughs> the Multiverse. Um no. Uh what was I going to say? Storm I Grayson. I said you can make a uh, argument argument that storm Grayson is the most improved wrestler of this year in the Chicagoland area. I
0: I jumped into that. I I would back that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that. fine. It took forever for me to say (laughs) the
3: the match that storm had had at uh, the last freelance show. Just phenomenal. So good. Like storm. Like I've, I've known Storm since like day one of training and like, See him and like improve and get like this good has just been like awesome. It's just been a treat to like watch and sit back and enjoy.
2: And, yeah, and like, like kind of like shedding off. I mean, sure, it would have been great for him to keep the green while working for Cello, you know. But <laughs> like him shedding off that green, literally and figuratively, and and now even his gear is like super kick ass. Like the the white pads and everything. Like I, I dig the look. And and his progression has been it's been great. So going up against the Drama King, like honestly, this is one that I can't predict. Like it could be anybody's game.
0: Yeah. And and yeah. arguably probably one of the biggest matches of his career to date, at least in especially in singles action. I mean, they've they've sparred before as part of their feud with the Blackheart Battalion, mm-hmm. you know, over the last year. So right. he's, been, he's been in the ring with Drama King. It's true. Uh, but but he gets his chance to go one-on-one with one of the biggest superstars uh, that he's ever been in the ring with. So I, I, I'm excited to see this too because it really could go either way. And, and both of them are, are similar in size and it could be a, a really great showcase for a storm. And it, and it's still, you know, a period of time where drama King's looking to establish himself on the Indies. And, you know, there, there's not a ton of places that he's been seen outside of now impact and and Zello for the most part. Uh, So being Mm -hmm. able to see some of these different matchups that he's had, you know, he had his, his deal with Brubaker, and and now he's kind of going up against someone truly a formidable opponent in terms of size uh, could, could produce a, a really good wrestling match.
1: Yeah. And the association with the green, I don't know if you guys know, but every time we have a, we take someone to the buffet line in an interview and they're somewhat associated with Zella Pro, we always put Zella Pro in the word association for the small chance that someone says green. When they, <laughs> like we, we just throw, we're like, okay, let's put Zella Pro in here and see what happens. And I think like, I think Craig might have said green, right? Or he did say said green. I nice. say <laughs> that's green. what I heard. <laughs> so just know that if, if you have booked this person and they're on the podcast and they're in the buffet line, in. That's the test. That's they the need, test. That's the test. They need see to see say
3: green. green. All right. yes. <laughs> right <in this>
1: <laughs> the branding is brand, is brand association is used into our skull. <laughs> um, uh, I want to. I want to talk about the te- main event tag match. We're going to save one match. Yeah. Okay. I think you know which one we're saving. Yep. Okay. Um, uh, Jonathan Gresham and Jordan. Gray. So couple, couple versus couple. Yes. It's, it's champ versus knowledge. champ. Champ versus champ. Um. John, I think and Jordan Grace versus GPA and Laney Luck. This is kind of seeming this seems like kind of a new trend. Uh, I don't say that in a bad way. I just noticed because I noticed that Isaiah Kylie, they didn't get the they didn't uh they got jumped at, at Logan Square Auditorium, but they had like a, a mixed couple tag. This is a mixed couple tag. Seems like it's something that's trending this way. I'm not saying it in a bad thing. I think it's cool. I think it's a unique thing. Um was anyone kind of – how did you guys come up with this match? It just it kind of made sense because of GPA and Gresham and then we get everyone else involved? It's
0: Truly, it's, it's kind of been a natural progression of the way this has worked in, yeah. in starting with the fact that Jordan took the title from Laney, dethroned her 630-day reign as women's champion. Uh, and then Jordan also almost cost GPA the first ever Zello championship because she inserted herself in that six-man ladder match right near the end there.
2: That's right. Uh, she
0: she power bombed him off the ladder and went to get the belt for herself before being being stopped uh, by Haiyan. And that kind of set the pace for everything that has kind of transpired over the last couple of months in that tr- like Jordan and, and Lainey have been going at each other Laney has had the women's title in her possession pretty much that entire time because she's stolen it from Jordan and, and hasn't given it back to her, regardless of how many matches they've had since then. Uh, so there's okay. still that, that building animosity between between the two of them that's unfinished. And then at this last show in Nebraska, uh, Gresham stepped in and, and took on GPA because JPA hasn't been quiet at all about the, the fact that Jordan has won the title and, and he does not support her as our or recognize her as our women's champion. Uh, So there's been some, some quite a bit of an exchange of words that uh, led to the
2: tweets,
0: many, many tweets that has led to Gresham versus GPA in in Nebraska last month. Uh, And then Jordan and and Laney had faced off with Chelsea Green as well. So uh, at what you guys have not seen yet, at least until this point was at the end of the women's triple threat match between Chelsea Laney and Jordan in Nebraska is that GPA came out attempting to help Laney win the match. Uh, was foiled, and Jordan still was able to retain the title, uh, but then both Laney and GPA kind of put the beat down on Jordan after the match, in which uh, Jonathan had to come out and and stop that, which led them to where we are today, and in, in challenging each other uh, in this mixed tag match for the first time ever.
1: Dan, that's a new low, I think, for GPA, because he's always definitely trying to gain edge and cheat in his matches. Yep. But this is the interference. This is correct. In- now, now he is out. stepping into Laney's matches quite regularly. Damn. I mean, Laney has lost a couple titles recently. I think it's a good thing it frees her up to do some shit like this, which is kind of cool. Uh, maybe, yeah. maybe become the challenger and take that angle. Yeah. But I mean, a, a GPA. Well, he there's there's no low that he won't stoop to, right? Like absolutely nothing, not. Yeah, nothing's beneath <laughs> and, him. No, and, and it seems to be only getting worse at this point. Wow. No, uh, I'm not surprised. I think there's one more match, though, that we need to talk about, Chris. Do you know what that yes. match Yes.
2: Um, very unique stipulation. Um, at least I've never seen a live casket match. And here we are, Missa Kate versus Blair Onyx casket match. What led us here and... <laughs> I mean, how how did that you happen? in his face. Yeah, the tell us all about it. It's
1: <laughs> is that you line in the casket D-ray with your hands?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I did. Like, yeah.
1: So this
0: this match has has been brewing for, for quite some time. And and this goes back uh even to September of 2020 because uh Mystic Kate originally had tagged with Laney Luck against uh now Cora Jade and Blair Onyx in the tag right. match at Joe's on Weed Street, mm-hmm. uh in in which both Uh, Elena Black and and Blair Onyx went over at the time and and Missa K kind of bailed on on Laney causing them to lose the match. And they they kind of, Missa and Blair have always been in a similar race to the top in terms of, of both in Chicagoland area and at Zello, you know, kind of both broken at the same time and also kind of trying to establish themselves. And throughout the summer of our baseball shows, they, they had several matchups where it was kind of a, a one up woman yeah. back and forth. And it really came to a head at WrestleFest when the two of them, uh, wrestled in triple threat with high on to become number one contender for the women's title. And they, neither one of them came out on top and they they currently blame each other for that because they were both very close to the win, but because of their, uh, you know, un, unable to be able to take the attention off the other, it allowed high on to get the win there. And so they were actually set to have uh, another stipulation match back in, in, uh, August at ballroom brawl between the two of them in a in a street fight that never happened because Missa Kate ended up pulling off getting sick, so the that, mm. kind of that got put on hold. And so the the lead up to this has has been a little bit back and forth and and almost kind of undercover because a lot of this transpired during our run with the Windy City Thunderbolts. Uh, but this this match came from a challenge of Miss Kate wanting to. Uh, test Blair Onyx and kind of at her own games in in a, in a way, so to speak, uh, and truly wanting to to bury her, quote unquote, as she has said. Uh, and so
2: that Swoggle, I'm
1: sure he
0: too <laughs> <laughs> so he took that
1: literally. He took that literally.
0: Having the opportunity to put out what could possibly be one of the first ever women's casket matches, uh, and doing it at you know it, it's not we're we're a week removed from Halloween, but uh, at this point. There, there probably isn't two better women to participate in something yeah. like this, especially. It leans kind of Blair Onyx in terms of strength of uh, persona, but true, <laughs> yes. it, it could really go either way. And and I'm really excited to see them rise to this occasion in a match that neither one of them has any experience in.
1: Wait. So, yes, I agree that they're associated. We actually, one of our best performing episodes, this happened like a couple of years ago, was the... the those two and now uh and now known as Cora Jade. Right. Uh we had them all, all on and it was one of our best performing uh uh in terms of plays episodes. Uh had a great conversation with them. So I do associate them two together, like yeah. you said. It, it went from a street fight, it could have been a singles match, like you know, you guys must have been huddled up. And smoking some strong stuff for, it for <laughs> us to land on casket match. Swaggle probably was passing that that joint around, um, but like I, I just don't know how we got here. Like you explain why they're wrestling, but I think it's truly, it's truly crazy it, it, to me. It came from them
0: at the end of the day because they wanted yeah. to do something that's going to stick out that people are going to remember. And that's going to be different than, than the women's matches that we normally have. And what better way to do that than a match that has never been seen before, uh, to my best recollection, both in, in this area on the independent scene and let alone between two women.
2: Yeah. And 100% never seen in Lyle. I can yeah. guarantee you that. No, <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is a lot, this is first Lyle, trial. Illinois first. We historical, should have the mayor. historical day. <laughs> Have the mayor of Lyle come in and like cut a ribbon? Like, This is our first women's casket match. No, I just googled women's casket match. I, I honestly, you could have made if you would have been like, yeah, no, there was never been one on the Indies before, ever. I would, have, you could have maybe convinced me. I just Google proved me wrong, but um, still, it's it's still one of it's the most. I'm, I'm sure it's a very short list. Yes. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be just like a handful of these have ever taken place. I mean, no one, nothing ever has, has like this never taken this place level. in WWE. Right. right. No women's casket match, right? Right. So I, there hasn't been a spooky enough woman, I guess, but Blair Onyx is spooky enough. I'm waiting for, I want, I can just picture the promo now, like of her lying in the casket. I don't know if she's recorded it already or put it out there. Her promos usually kick ass. Yeah. Um, but I, if she's gonna do one, I can't wait to see it.
0: Absolutely, it, it's it's right up her alley, uh, and and again, it's another one of those where where you don't know who is gonna come out on top of it or
1: or out of it for this sake. Right. That's it. <laughs> this so we so this is what happens? Blair Onyx wins. Then if people piss off Swoggle, he just says, "That's it. You're going one on one." Onyx then and the she, yep. she becomes the Undertaker. Yes, she becomes <laughs> the Undertaker of Zellopro. Yep. and then she dyes her hair green. <laughs> and everything turns green to, to stick with the branding. And uh, I've, I've, you're
2: welcome. I'll take my royalties. Uh, right off into
1: the sunset. <laughs> yeah, via check, <Jack>, please.
2: <laughs> Listen, um, I mean, we, we ran through this, this card. I, I mean, these are two, four, six, eight matches. Um, and I think we, not intentionally, but also intentionally kind of like worked ourselves up to to this casket match um and obviously what i think the main event might be which is title versus title Not that the titles are on the line but champ versus champ yeah. um and i mean i i get excited over it and i even mean making that connection with the villains like like that's like kind of cool understanding that they're two different characters now um i'm excited for this match all together but you know i'm like i look at i'm like what can actually open up the show and what can actually close it like there's different possibilities there too sure so so that that's what is makes the card exciting but i gotta put you in a in a hard spot now and and i guess uh last week when charlie and i were talking about this is that the trend is now that you know post covid like usually most of these shows don't have intermissions are we gonna have intermission or no intermission
0: this show will, will have an intermission because only okay. for the most, we've, we haven't we have done intermissions on shows that have been live on Fight TV just for the sake of the production. Okay. Uh, this this show is being taped for Fight TV and will air later on in the week. So it gives us the flexibility to allow the live audience to take that intermission and, and gives the, the talent a chance to do their, their signing and their mm-hmm. uh, gimmick tables. So uh, you will see an intermission at this Sunday show.
2: Okay. Cool, cool. Um, I came to the agreement of like, as long as they tell me that there's going to be an intermission or there's not going to be an intermission, I'm okay with it. But not the not knowing and thinking, I can run to the washroom after this match because I'm sure there's going to be an intermission. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not ideal, especially yeah. when, when you drink as much as I do. <laughs> especially when you look at the card and there's no bathroom break matches
1: on here. You that better. is true. You just got to go in your pants, I guess. <laughs> Call it a day. Um yeah i'm excited for the show um once again you're not going to be uh missing the bears game although i'd like to um have an excuse but uh yeah you it is on a sunday it'll be a quick nice show you'll be home before dinner you'll be home before it's too late um and yeah anything else you guys want to say about it uh just in general
0: it's an all ages show, so okay. bringing the whole family, which is nice, which which we don't always get to do when we're at Joe's on Weed Street. Uh, so being able to be in Chicagoland area and have an all ages show is fun, and and I think there's certainly some characters on this card that really lend well to a, long, a younger audience uh, that we might usually see at our Thunderbolts events. So being able to have them out at a at a traditional Zello Pro show is is really exciting. So uh, there's still great seats available. We have we have stage seating set up as well as ringside okay. seating, and then the way this kind of the venue is set up, there's a a lot of space for uh general admission, whether you want to hang out at the bar or hang out close to the ring. Uh, it'll be a very nice intimate environment similar to Joe's and we kind of how you guys mentioned, but we're excited to be in Lyle for for the first time. And uh, you know, if it goes well, it can certainly be a mainstay for us going forward, uh, because I know that they're they're certainly interested in it. And so to be back in Chicago is exciting and it's you know. We're, we're kicking things off. Once again, it's the last show of the year for us. So we'll we'll knock out 2021 with the bang and then be uh, be reset and ready to go for for a fun full year of 2022.
1: Awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, you guys going out with the bang. And we'll have the, the, if you're listening to this, there'll be a ticket. There's, I hope you guys are finding our ticket links, but they're on the article that you click on to listen to the show. They're in the description of like uh, Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. So if you're, you can't find it, you go to Twitter. at all pro Zell Wrestling on Twitter. Um, if you can't find it, you're not looking hard enough. So, um, yeah, you should be able to, to purchase your ticket there. Thanks, Great.
2: Guys. All right. Well, I mean this this concludes this episode, but you know, you you did mention this is your last show for the year, and you know, I think this is something we we kind of. Um, We'll be doing going going forward, just kind of like, you know, the the this year when wrestling is coming back, it's not easy. Promotions are still trying to do their best to to put the best matches out there. So, you know, we want to thank you guys for for being able to put shows and, you know, be quick on your feet. And even when shows get canceled or rescheduled, like, you know, if as long as the fans are there to support, you guys keep putting the content out there whether that's on YouTube, especially with Zello like I, for, I think for the first year or so, like all your shows had been on, on YouTube for free, mm-hmm. um, you know, now you can go and visit, you know, watch some shows on, on, on fight TV or whatnot, but just the effort that, that goes behind putting, you know, a promotion, especially during these times and, and looking at the card and, and allowing us marks that watch every wrestling thing out there to get excited, it means something. So you know, we want to wish you well as you wrap up this year and looking forward to 2022.
0: Thank you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. So and, and it makes it all worthwhile, especially when we can just even have these fun conversations, talking about what we love. And uh, we'll we'll keep churning and burning as long as we possibly can. Right.
2: <laughs> all right. Well, let's go home. Uh, as far as Two Heels in a Face goes, uh, you can find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Two Heels in a Face, number two heels in a face. You can visit our website to heels Um, if you want to read that one article about, uh, hashtag fuck that project, uh, <laughs> you can check it out there. <laughs> um, but outside of that, uh, you know, you can listen to us in any pod- podcast platform. Uh, Charlie is going to get these uh, videos up on YouTube so you can see, you know, all the fun stuff that we're doing <laughs> over video. And um, that's a wrap. Make sure you hashtag Viva La Chico. Yes.
1: Continue to do that, please. Hashtag Viva La Chico.
2: And why not? Beat up GPA. Of course. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thank guys. you. Thanks, guys.